This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Chapter 4 When Bix reached the flight deck, he experienced a moment of panic. After all of the instructions and training modules had been implanted directly into his brain, he had assumed that flying the ship would be second nature to him. But it all felt so unfamiliar. He knew where everything was, what it did, but it was all in his brain, not in his body. Like a video game he had never played, just read the instructions for. A to jump, X for close range attacks, knowledge, but not yet instinct. What if he couldn't do this? He looked around the flight deck of the ship. It wasn't like the movies at all. It was all a little bit grotty. Like two overweight slobs who ate an appalling amount of takeout were always there with only a disgruntled robot to clean up after them. Everything was a little faded, a little grimy. He took a deep breath. How the place looked was the least of his problems. Flying this bucket wouldn't be that hard. It would it would be just like driving a car. Which he also didn't know how to do, but he had seen it done, often by people who were not very bright, and he had always assumed he would be able to do it himself if required. This was no different than that, except it involved moving in three dimensions and also flying in space at speeds faster than light. He took another deep breath and tried not to think any more comforting thoughts as they really didn't seem to be working out for him. He could hear the crew hammering on the hull, screaming abuse at the robot, He could hear Echo climbing up the stairs on spindly metal legs. The robot was counting on him. The Earth was counting on him. He'd been getting away with everything so far. Captain Bix Banderson, Earth Ranger Patrol. Time to play the part. He slipped into the captain's seat and powered up the engines. They roared to life. The shouts over the intercom grew louder as Slorth and Moxo realized this was not just a desperately unfunny joke on the part of the robot. Bix flipped the toggles in front of him, running through the pre-flight checklist just like the simulators had shown him. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts and make sure your cabin baggage is safely stowed in the overhead compartments. What are you talking about? Echo sounded panicky. He needed to relax and enjoy the ride. Bix was certainly going to. He powered up the anti-grav impulse and fired the retro rockets. On behalf of the entire flight crew, I want to thank you for choosing Outlaw Airlines, and I hope you have a pleasant journey. The ship began to shudder and lift off the ground. We're doing this, Echo cried, astonished. We're doing this. 
This is impossible, and we're doing it anyway. He waved six of his arms in the air. Bix roared with laughter. Echo scuttered to the co-pilot station and changed the point of view on the view screen. On the surface, Slorth and Moxo were dancing around furiously, waving their fists and fighting with one another. Echo shouted with joy and waved even though they could not see him. Bye-bye, boys. Can they survive down there? Bix asked. Sure, if they work together and can get used to not having a robot do everything for them, Echo said happily. I give them a week. Do you care? Mission one, save the Earth, check. Bix said, ticking off an invisible box in the air. Mission two, free my little brother, check. Look, if we're doing this, I think I should be the older brother, Echo said. Why do you say that? Bix said, easing the throttle forward and pushing the engines to escape velocity. Are you implying in some way that I'm not a full-grown human? Okay, that was kind of a weird thing to say. Echo said, running secondary drive checks at his station because that was procedure. I'm just saying that you are entirely new to the civilized cosmos, and I am the one looking out for you. Maybe we're twins? Bix offered, launch turbulence bucking as they passed through the planet's magnetic field. Then neither of us is the older brother. I don't think anyone is going to buy that, Echo said. In fact, I think the whole adoptive brother thing is going to be a tough sell. We're rebels, Bix said, easing back in the seat and flying with one hand. Everybody loves a rebel. No, Echo said, shaking his head and sounding a little panicky again. Everyone hates a rebel. Rebels are shot on sight. Then we better make sure nobody sees us, Bix said. Which should be pretty easy because nobody is looking for us. Above the communication station, a red light began to flash and a warning siren sounded. What's that? Bix cried over the noise. Emergency comm relay. Echo responded. I know what the emergency comm relay is. Bix shouted. Then why did you ask? Bix ran over to the station and began poking the buttons as quickly as he could, having never looked directly at any of it before. Why is the emergency comm relay all fired up? Because it's an emergency! Echo insisted. The ship is being stolen! How does it know? Can you make it stop? The alarm stopped sounding suddenly just before Echo said stop, meaning that that one word was far too loud, and the robot looked slightly embarrassed. Sorry. What's going on? What happened? Standard operating procedures. Slorth must have remembered that he had a signal booster that could override the comms. I'm surprised. He's normally such an idiot. Well, it would have been nice to know that would happen. Bix said, jabbing at the keypad, trying to see what had been sent. You would have known if you had studied the manual. Echo cried defensively. Well, why didn't you tell me? I did tell you. Echo protested. I told you again and again, this is how things work out here. Not about the rule book about the signal. How could I tell you about the signal? I didn't even know we were stealing the ship. Bix stopped and tried to calm himself. You know what? You're right. I'm... what? Echo was stunned. You're right. This is on me. Bix said. It looks like he sent a coded message. 
10, 436, 62A, subsection 739, paragraph 611. It isn't a code, Echo said, moving over quickly to see the screen. It's a quote from the manual, sent at highest power. Everyone who flies a spaceship can read that plain as day. Present company accepted. So what does it say? Bix asked. Ship compromised. Enemy insurgents in command. I thought stealing a spaceship was impossible. It is. Echo agreed. So why do they have a code for it in the manual? It's impossible because they have a code for it in the manual. No one tries it because it's effectively a suicide mission. Echo was having trouble deciding if he was angry or afraid. Okay, again, that would have been nice to know. I feel certain that I used the words suicide mission at least once. Okay, yes. Bix agreed. But listen, this ship in the message could be anybody. There's no reason for anyone to think it's our ship. The signal has our ship's transponder code prefix attached to it. Echo deadpanned. Oh. That means that anyone who can track us knows exactly who we are. I know what the transponder code is. Bix snapped. Sorry, Echo said with mock civility. It's hard to keep track of what you know and what you don't. I'm not really feeling the love here, little brother. Bix said. Big brother. Echo insisted. And so much for nobody looking for us. Then we just have to lay low. Bix said. We just... Hey, what's this? Echo looked at the blinking lights on the communication station. We're still... Transmitting, he said. What? Bix roared. How? I locked out the signal booster. The emergency signal must have triggered a data dump. Everything in the core transmitted in bulk to the nearest command center for tactical analysis. Bix had a very bad feeling. Everything in the core? The Earth data is in the core. Echo flipped toggles wildly. We're sending it, he cried. It's at 30%. Stop it! Bix shouted desperately. It's impossible, Echo said, his arms waving wildly. Getting really sick of that word, Bix said. Erase the data! 33%, Echo said. 34 Come on, baby. Bix coaxed the computer and was rewarded with a flashing message. Data erased. Yes! Don't get... Too excited, Echo said. A third of the data about your home world is on its way to a relay station. What will they do when they see it's incomplete? Bix asked. Not their problem, Echo shrugged. They'll take it to a transmission grid to beam it to Sector Command. Sector Command will say, oh dear, why is this data incomplete? And send whoever is piloting this ship after they kill us to go fetch the full data. So we failed, Bix said, his face falling. We couldn't save the Earth at all. Don't take it so hard, Echo said. We bought them sometime. A low-power signal like that, it'll take weeks to even reach Sector Command. Weeks? Bix perked up. Well, sure, Echo said. That's why they fly big data packs to the hyperspace transmitters. The bigger the packs, the slower they travel. The ships are faster than the signals. The ships are faster. We can fly faster than the Earth data signal we just sent? Well, of course, Echo said. So we can get to Sector Command Station before the data does? I think I hate where this is going. So we can stop them from sending the data up the chain? 
We can still save the Earth! Bix ran back to the pilot station and began preparations for the ion jump. But, Captain Banderson... Echo said frantically... Every ship in the quadrant is looking for us. What about lying low? Echo? Bix Banderson said, staring into the infinite blackness of space like it took his lunch money. I keep on telling you, call me Bix. He opened the throttle, and the ship shot forward at ludicrous speed. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunch... I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchfine. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell, that's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? (laughs) Well, you gotta know what to say. All right. And introducing Brad Montworth, ace salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney Attorney at at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney Attorney at law. Ah, boy. At 555-41. No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I want to keep feeling fine, corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, Corona. Bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo! Fly Corona! Fly Corona! Pumpkin Pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Goodbye Corona! Good Corona! Good Corona!